Hi, Court. How are you? Good. How are you? I am not too bad. Is this week three of Lent? Yeah, we're going into week three. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. I always find Lent interesting. I always learn new things. Yeah, you know, I was just going to say, it is very true. There's something interesting about Lent because I find in my head, I think a lot more about Easter and Lent during this time period without necessarily trying to think more about it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, it's more natural to, like, think about it all. Yeah, it's true. And I don't know if that's just because I'm in ministry and, like, it's... Yeah. You just it's your head is like thinking Easter now. Yeah. But like but internally, like for myself, there's a lot more processing and thinking about it. Yeah. Uh without necessarily being like, Oh yeah, okay, I should spend half an hour focusing on this. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's I just mean, naturally there. Yeah. Um I've been spending a lot of time in the gospels. I love the gospels. Me too. And it just, like, is that reminder of Jesus' life leading up to and how every part of that story yeah, from his birth until his death actually is all entwined in the Easter story as well as the Christmas story. Before Christmas, I was yeah. doing devotions with our youth outreach program. Yeah. And a lot of the kids... Uh, aren't they don't go to church very often so they're they don't know as much maybe yeah yeah um, about the bible and so i said to them at one point like what do you guys think of when you think of christmas and yeah. one of them said the cross yeah and i was like okay and then yeah. one of the other kids started to make fun of them yeah of course um, cause... said like or the manger and i was like no yeah. no no, no. We can think about the cross too. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all one story. It is. That's like saying, um, I like the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, but I don't pay attention to Aslan. Yeah. Right? Like it's all it's all one story. It's all one storyline. That reminds me of the book. I'm just looking at it right now. The Tale of the Three Trees. I don't know, Court, if you've ever read it. Yeah. It's it's one of my favorites. Uh, but it literally is one tree becomes the manger one tree becomes the boat that carries the king yeah aka jesus and then one becomes the cross and it just shows how that whole story of jesus life is so yeah. well connected and intertwined and i don't think we could have had we couldn't have had the manger without the cross the cross of the manger yeah no exactly like part of the same story exactly and the story doesn't actually start or stop there either the story starts at creation and yeah. i don't mean i don't mean the bible story no i mean the jesus story one thing again recently that i've um noticed yeah is that in genesis during the creation story yeah there's one part and i can't remember it off the top of my head I think it's when he's creating people, man. Yeah. He says, let us make man. Which means Jesus was already part of the Trinity at that point. Yep. Because let, it is us. Yeah. Like, right? Let us. Um, 
And and so that's the story of Jesus starts there. I feel like the disciples yeah. have to have known they were a part of something from the beginning. Yeah. Because Even so if I've, they didn't fully know what it was, maybe. But yeah. like I, I've been writing this script for the youth someday. It's about Jesus calling the disciples. Right. And James and John leave their dad in the boat. Right. To go follow Jesus. Because yeah. they just watched him preach. Yeah. In Peter's boat. Yeah. And then he was like, come with me. And they're exactly. like, okay. So they left their poor dad, Zebedee, in the boat. And yeah. um, it just makes me think, like, if I was somewhere and this guy, random guy, was preaching on a boat, yeah, I'm not going to just follow him and yeah. abandon everything. Because not only did, did they leave their dad in the boat, they left that life. And they knew yeah. they were leaving that life. Exactly. So they have to have known somewhere inside of them that this That's was bigger than just a game of follow the leader. Exactly. Because, I mean, I think people probably thought they were nuts anyways. Yeah. Giving up yeah. that, like, just walking away from everything. I think there might have legit been concerns about their sanity. Yeah. <laughs> If if they didn't have this core belief within them that exactly that there was something bigger there, yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, every time I go through the Gospels, yeah, I learn something new. I know. I like no matter how many times I read through the stories, yeah, and they're not really. I mean, they're true stories. They're not, yeah. but like every time I read through them. I can come up with something that's like, whoa, or yeah. like, a, oh, I totally forgot about that. Or yeah. what does that even mean? Which leads me into a rabbit hole of digging. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and I know you and I briefly touched on this earlier in John. Yeah. It, they're talking about the, uh, after Mary anoints Jesus with perfume. Yeah. And Judas gets mad. Yeah. And John actually says, he said this not because he cared about the poor, but because yeah. he was a thief. Yeah. And having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Yeah. And I always assumed that that meant when he was a tax collector. Yeah. He helped himself because that's what tax collectors did. Yeah. But maybe there's more to it than that. I heard yeah. I heard a podcast this week and the guy was like, no, he was pilfering through yeah. the disciples' money. Like the yeah. money that they were they had with Jesus. And they all just were like, okay. Yeah. Which is deal with it. Yeah. Um and it just like and I, I don't know what the best way to decipher that. It might have been oh. when he was a tax collector. It might be the way that this is interpreted. I don't know the proper interpretation of it. No. Um, I know some translations say that he was in charge of their money bag, like the disciples. Yeah, money yeah like he was He was their uh, treasurer or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, it just got me thinking about how the disciples didn't follow Jesus and then immediately were free from sin. It's true. They were sinners all the way until they died. Yeah. And so they were caught up in their own sin. 
while they were following Jesus and working with Jesus. Yeah. And it Which just like brings a whole new meaning to Jesus, friend of sinners. We hear all the time that we don't have to be cleaned up to come to Jesus because he'll clean us up. Yeah. But like sometimes we're not so clean even when we're with Jesus. Yeah. And and he gives us that grace, but he also gives us the opportunity to continue yeah. to come back to him to be cleaned up. Yeah. yeah. It's uh he gives us second chances time and time again. I think so in Sunday school on Sunday, uh that was one of the things that we talked about that Jesus does give us second chances. And it's definitely not like a a one and done of like, oh, you sinned. Okay, yeah. see you later. Like, he still is like waiting for us to come back. To yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I often go back to that verse in, I think it's Romans, where Paul says, shall you keep on sinning so that grace may abound by no means? So yeah. like, yes, there's grace time and time again, because God knows that by our nature, we're going to fail. Yeah. But also, I don't get to be like, you know what? Yeah. I want that book. I can't afford that book. I'm going to steal that book. And then I'm going to ask for forgiveness and we're good. Exactly. Like, that's it's not like, the way it goes. It's not like premeditated sin. <laughs> yeah. Because God, God knows our hearts. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think that is one of the biggest things. So it's it's just interesting. I encourage you, whether you are you've given something up or added something for Lent or not, yeah. I just encourage you to take some time to sit with the gospels and like sit with it as if you've never read the stories before. Yeah. It is fascinating. It is. And you can always look at like a different version. If you don't have more than one physical Bible, I mean there's apps, right? That you can look at multiple versions. Of the same passage yeah. within seconds of each other, yeah. like, like I'll a, often a, flip through four or five different versions to see what they they all yeah. say. And sometimes those extra ones or the difference can help you understand something you're not understanding in yeah. uh, NIV or King James or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, this podcast is called Flip Flop on the Pod for a purpose. Yeah. Because yeah. we like to flip-flop through the Bible. So yeah. if you flip-flop through the Gospels, see what stories are in there multiple times. Yeah. There's a lot of stories that are in all four Gospels, and there's a lot that are in three and in two yeah. and in just one. So yeah. take some time. like Look through and see, like, what does John have to say about this? What does yeah. Luke have and, to say about this? And it's always interesting because... In the stories that are in all four, well, it, it repeated in any of the Gospels, in any of the four, whether it's two, three, or four of them, they're all told from the perspective of the author. Yeah. So it's interesting to see. Because, I mean, Courtney and I here are going to walk away with the same goal of our podcast with two different perspectives. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and that's much like... Yeah. the gospels and so it's neat to flip and and flop back for back and forth yeah and compare yeah and i mean my relationship with jesus is different yeah. than everybody else's relationship with jesus aren't you special right? 
<laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. You can... <laughs> I know, but... Um, but so what I what I say from experience about my relationship with Jesus is going to be different than what you say from exactly. experience, right? Because, yeah. and that's why the gospels are different because yeah. it's not that they're telling stories with different facts. No, it's the same story. They're just shedding a different perspective. Yeah. You and I can be in the same room and see the same situation happen and have two different perspectives on it. Yeah, exactly. Or two different types of information. Right? Yeah. But the actual facts are yeah. going to be the same. Exactly. So it's just, yeah. it's an interesting, it's, it's just interesting to go and look through it and know that like what you're reading actually happened, first of exactly. all. Exactly. And see it all in a new light because there's yeah. always it's called a living word for a reason yeah it is there's always something to take from it i could yeah. read only the gospels for a year and i would still yeah. learn something new it's true at least once a month yeah i love it because you just never know what like what god's gonna say to you good challenge if you learn something new tell us yeah we'd love to hear what you guys learned yeah yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Court. Yeah. Thank you. And we will talk to you soon. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye.